You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. I'm so excited that you're joining me here again today. And I'm telling you, dads, you are going to love this one because I have got an expert in the field who is right here with me today and on the front lines, dads, as you are cheering on your daughter's hearts and lives. I am bringing in a guest coach today with me because you know the grid on your mark, get set, go. So dads, you're standing there side by side, getting ready to run your fathering race. I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on. And on your mark is the topic or the theme gets set. We're going to fill that in with stories and stats and go is always your action step where you can put your love for your daughters and your sons into action today. Well, let me introduce my guest. I have with me Dr. Yes, Dr. Kathy Cook. She's the founder and president of Celebrate Kids, Inc., based in Fort Worth, Texas. And before moving to Fort Worth to establish her ministry, Kathy served as a tenured associate professor in the education department at the University of Wisconsin, Green Bay. She's also the founder of Ignite the Family, which is a conference ministry. So she's influenced thousands of parents, teachers, children in 30 countries. Are you kidding me? She's a motivator, she is a speaker, she's an author, and you are going to love hearing from her today. Welcome, Dr. Kathy Cook. Thank you so much. What an honor to be with you. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, you know what you're talking about, and we have decided to call this Go Step today the title, Unlocking Your Daughter's Smarts. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, that is not a word I've used, but you love it, you've coined it, and you are going to help dads today know how to do just that, aren't you? I, I am. I'm excited. It's so important. Well, give us the back story about you. Even if you have a dad story, we would love to hear a bit about your relationship with your dad. My dad was a strong German engineer, high expectations. It's one of the reasons my brother and I are both who we are. Ah. I I look back and think that if I wouldn't have had somebody holding up a high standard, I don't think I would be who I am today. He learned to soften his expectations. Um, I think a lot of dads have a tendency to want the best from their kids, and sometimes they can't communicate how they want that to work out. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes need the mom, the wife to help out. And, and, And certainly my mom was a blessing to me as well. My dad been with Christ for 20 years. I trusted the Lord right before he died. I love to tell people don't ever stop praying for your family. It's a remarkable story that would be an, a whole other episode. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here because the dad role matters greatly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Daughters, they need a dad to love them well or they would look for a man who will and it doesn't turn out well. Absolutely. So you have a couple books that I have right here that I'm looking at as we're here at the National Religious Broadcasters Conference. And one of them is Eight Great Smarts, and one of them is Five to Thrive. Mm -hmm. And I love how you break things down so that dads understand it. Because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, here you and I both have doctorates, and I think when things are on the top shelf, no one gets it. No, we don't need to leave it on the top shelf. It doesn't do anybody any good. I love that about you. 
Yeah, let's yeah. make it practical, action-oriented. And that's what I've found with dads that I have coached and come alongside and lead. They love it when it's practical. Right. And that's what you're going to give today right. is you talk about how to discover and nurture your child's, your daughter's intelligences. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on your mark, get set, go. Let's fill this in with some stories, with some stats. Where would you love to begin today? Because I've got all kinds of questions for you, but I want to just punt to you. Yeah, Michelle, thanks. I want to start here. You know, a lot of daughters ask their dads, you know, am I smart? Every, every child wants to know, you know, daddy, am I smart? And I love to tell kids the answer is always yes, God doesn't make stupid people. Um, you know, <laughs> you can choose to be stupid, but God didn't make you that way. Well, another question that a lot of girls and boys ask is, well, how smart am I? So yeah. a little girl comes up or a teenager comes up to dad, how smart am I? Well, that gives them what I call bully language. I'm smarter than you are. And that doesn't do the kingdom any good because if we dismiss other people, they're not called to serve. If we put ourselves up on a top shelf, if you will, then we're not, oh my gosh, it's just a mess. Uh, the better question is the question, how am I smart? Mm. How am I smart? And there's eight different ways. Dr. Howard Gardner did the research. So if I cut your brain open, I would find eight different parts. And all of our children have the capacity to have all eight of those developed. Yeah. So say what those eight are. Word smart, we think with words. Logic smart, we think with questions. Picture smart, we think with our eyes. Mm-hmm. Music smart, we think with rhythms and melodies. Body smart, we think with movement and touch. Nature smart, we think with patterns. People smart, we think with people. Self smart, we think deeply inside of ourselves. Wow. All okay. eight. That is intense. You know what you just reminded me of is a number of years ago, I was doing some continuing ed in Seattle, Washington. It was a five-day conference. And I learned about different kinds of intelligences or smarts. And truth be told, Kathy, I have never felt very smart. Uh, I mean, I, I hear that grew all the time, up and Michelle. I went, Stephanie Wearson was smart because mm. she took the tests fast. Yes. I wasn't even halfway through. So I compared myself, which I think we as women do. Daughter, yes. Your daughters are doing this every day. Like I loved how you said, like on a continuum, where do we rank ourselves right. in smartness? Right. And even though I went all the way through school to get a doctorate, I still did not feel smart enough, whatever that even means. Yeah. But I learned that I had musical smarts. Mm-hmm. I have people smarts, mm-hmm. street smarts even. Right. But I didn't have have other kinds of smarts. Can you talk about how a dad could help his daughter really celebrate where she does have strengths without focusing on the weaknesses? Oh, I love that question because we're, yeah, the comparison, as you know, is the thief of joy and, and it just messes with our mind. Let me say it this way, Michelle. Word smart and logic smart are the first two I address because they're what I call school smarts. Children, daughters who think with words, who talk when they're excited, who think with questions, who explore and discover on their own, who love the logic of math and the logic of science, are going to do better in school. Let's just look at it. School is ask and answer questions, speak, listen, Mm -hmm. read, and write. So children with a lot of brain cells there are going to feel smarter in that traditional 8 to 3 school day. But you know what? Jesus did not die that we would have an abundant school experience. (laughs) Come on. Right? You know, he took Mm -hmm. our sin upon himself that we would have an abundant life. And how many of us know people who did very, very well in school but are flunking life? And do we know people who had a really, really hard time in school and are acing life? That's evidence that all eight matter. And if mm-hmm. you want your daughters to have a rich life and a, an out-of-school experience that's positive with good friends and hobbies and ways to serve the Lord, then all eight really, really matter. So how could a dad listening right now guide his daughter to focus on where she's good, where she's gifted by God already 
and, and enhancing and strengthening those areas where she already is wired rather than a focus on the deficits. Yeah, I love that question. You know, it's okay, let me start by saying it's okay to want weaknesses to develop further and they always can and it's never too late. So mm-hmm. even if a dad is listening thinking, well, Michelle, Kathy, I'm not smart. No, you really are and you can even develop yours if you want to. I think if a daughter wants to be a scientist, then pay attention to logic smart. Even if it's weak, you're going to want to strengthen that and see if your daughter's dream for herself is real or is it false and not going to honor the Lord for the way that he created them, right? Yeah. To concentrate on strengths, what do you do well? When you do talk, what do you talk about? When you do ask questions, what do you ask about? What do you love to do in your spare time? Yeah. And you say, well, Elizabeth, I've noticed that if you could spend all day with your dog and your hamster, you would. <laughs> you know, and you would rather be outside than inside. And if I say, where do you want to go? You always say the park, the zoo, the garden. Clearly, God made you nature smart. Let's celebrate that and think about how you think with patterns. And yes. let's look at what the future could hold for you. Yeah. So affirming who you see them to be, not just in the academic pursuit, but in the spare time in the yeah. life, if you will, I think is really important. Okay, so dad, right now, get out a pen. And I want to encourage you, go back through those, Kathy. What are the eight smarts? Because dad, you can get her book, Eight Great Smarts. Kathy Cook is her name, but her last name is spelled K-O-C-H. So what are they again? Dad, write these down right now. I love this. Uh, word smart, we think with words. Mm-hmm. And if you excite us, we talk. Okay. Hello, chatty Kathy, <laughs> yes. who now gets paid to talk. <laughs> Um, you know, if you're raising someone like me, it's okay. You can live through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, logic smart, we think with questions. And if you excite us, we ask more questions. There you go. Logic smart. Three. Picture smart, we think with our eyes in color and design. And if you excite us, we probably draw more either uh-huh. in our head or on paper. Four. Four is music smart. We think with rhythms and melodies uh-huh. and we make noise if you excite us. Okay. So if you tell your children, be quiet, be quiet. It might be because they're music smart and or word smart. Number five, five is body smart. We think with movement and touch. And uh-huh. if you excite me, I will touch you and I will move more. Uh-huh. And I need a rocking chair and a clipboard and don't make me sit still all day long. Yeah. Number six is nature smart. We think with patterns. That's how we know it's a blue J, not a blue bird. And if you excite me, I want to go outside. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm always looking for fresh air. Mm-hmm. Number seven is people smart. We think with people. We're brainstormers, networkers, collaborators. And if you excite me, I will talk to people. Uh-huh. Word smart people don't need an audience. If you're raising a daughter who talks all the time but doesn't need you to listen, that is word smart. If a daughter needs you to respond and build a conversation, then that's because she's people smart. Number eight, really important, self smart. You think deeply inside of yourself. And if you excite me, I will want to go off alone and think even more. Mm. Those so are the eight. Imagine if you, dad, had that list of eight things and brought that to your daughter. Yes. And said, let's talk about these. Where do you see that you land? And then, Dad, you get to affirm her. Yes. For what you see in her. I hope that dads will invite daughters to listen to this podcast a second time. Yeah. Get the book, read it with the kids, and say, look, Sarah, this is your paragraph. The author's talking about you right (laughs) here. You know, you're not foolish, and you're not less smart than your brother. You're smart differently. Yes. Sweetheart, this is who you are. Be that. Be that. Yeah. Yeah, be you, boo-boo. Yeah. Just go be all who, who God made you to be instead of comparing yourself. I love how you even said to your sibling. Because yes. that's, oh, again, oh. it's not just at school, other girls, right? It's no. in your home. It's in your home. We can do great damage there if we're not careful. And we need to remember that our children are not created in our image. They're created in God's. And so brothers and sisters are not going to be identical, and there can be real conflict there. And let's teach them to build up. Let's teach them to affirm. Absolutely. And sometimes you as dads don't realize that you're making comments that lead your kids to compare themselves. 
it, it may be inadvertent that you just say, why can't you be more like your brother and pick up after yourself? Or, <laughs> you know, and, but you're saying, if you can know how your child, your daughter's wired, you won't be trying to have her be smart in a different way, even while you're helping her grow. That's yeah, so good. Even when we empty a backpack, if you will, and we say to, to a daughter, well, how did the other kids do? Uh, Michelle, does it really matter? What matters is, did your daughter do what your daughter was capable of doing? There you go. So to say to a daughter, how do you feel about this grade? How do you feel about your teacher's comment? Is way more personally valuable than how do the other kids do? Oh, I love that. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with author, speaker, gifted communicator, Dr. Kathy Cook. We're talking about her book, Eight Great Smarts. Stick around. You are not going to want to miss the rest of our conversation. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you wanna be and that your daughter needs you to be. So to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Okay, well, I'm back with Dr. Kathy Cook. Okay, I've got a tough one for you. Uh-oh. You ready for it? I think so. Okay, how can a dad take his daughter's strength and bring it alongside a weakness? That's a great question, you know, because, you know, Michelle, I'm going to back up and say that I loved your earlier question about how do we harness strength and maybe not panic about weakness, right? It's, it's arrogant to think that all eight of these would be super well-established. Right. So I want to go there. We have the capacity for all eight. We're not going to have all eight super well-developed. Now, the more eclectic the education and the life experiences of a daughter, the greater the likelihood that all eight will be developed. But I think it's, it's good to maybe say that. But the reality is that a lot of us want our children to get better at something, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say as an example that spelling is a challenge. Now, spelling is a challenge for me because I'm logic smart and I want the rules to work come on. And I'm not very (laughs) picture smart. And so I don't remember what the words look like the last time I saw them. Was it a double S or a double P? And it's very challenging Mm -hmm. for me. Now think about nature smart. Nature smart children think with patterns. That's how they know it's an elm tree and not an oak tree. They remember the pattern. Use that in spelling. Was and saw is a pattern, right? B and D is a pattern. uh Six and nine is a pattern. And so if your child is struggling with spelling, but you know your child is more nature smart because she loves her dog and she loves to go outside and she pays attention to the blades of grass and all the dots on a ladybug, then you say, you know what, Samantha, you can use the nature smart part of your brain and it'll help you spell better. Oh. And the first time you say that, your daughter's going to go like, what? You know? <laughs> yeah. But then you teach her that her mind works well with patterns. And look, what, what's the first letter? S. What's the first letter in this word? W. They're very similar, sweetheart, but they're not the same. So that would be an example of taking nature smart alongside of something that is a challenge like spelling. Uh-huh. 
People smart people think with other people. We know best what we know when we hear ourselves say it. So if you're raising a people smart daughter and you know she loves to negotiate and, and get ideas, she's good at reading body language, then when she's working on an essay in a 10th grade class or a little paper in a fourth grade class, have her talk to you out loud about what is she going to write and why is she going to choose that and why did she name the main character of her story Jake? Yeah. Get her to talk about it and now she sits down to write and she has all these ideas up in her head mm -hmm. that can come down onto the paper. Well, you know what I was just thinking about while you talked? This is such a fun conversation is that I have loved scripture memory from the time I was little, but let's be honest, that's a lot of words. Yes. And I have artistic, musical, right brain dominant okay. gifting and wiring. I would put verses to music. Yes. So it'd be like, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Uh. In all your ways, put God first and he will make your path straight. Okay, literally, I've probably not sung that for three decades. That's I mean, amazing though. I did it with my little sister. We would sit at the piano and make up melodies with scripture and so it was i can see what you're saying look yes. at i'm even awakened just thinking about it yes. because i brought a strength i had alongside a weakness yes and then it wasn't hard anymore no i love that so that was word music and then people because the eyes oh, like you're yeah. i wish people could see you uh -huh. because you came alive you're alive right now but you uh -huh. really came alive when you were singing it's a beautiful example i love to tell people that we will never not know how to spell mississippi you could be about to die and i could ask you right. m-i-s-s I -S -S -I -P -P -I. I -P -P -I, yeah. Why don't we do that more often? Uh -huh. And that's a that's a beautiful example for yeah. sure. I know some people who draw and color Bible verses. Yes, um, even I do using, too. Yeah, yes. even using a bee for all a blue crayon for all the bees to get that in your head uh -huh. will help young kids. And then you can see that visually. Yeah. Again, I'm a very much a visual learner yeah. as well than yeah. than logic. Yeah. So oh, this is such a fun conversation. Okay, this is a great segue then into talking about how can a dad awaken curiosity because I think you're talking a bit about uh, about being open dad to your daughter's wiring and gifting and preferences and likes and tastes so how does he awaken curiosity because really truth be told social media shuts us down our head is down our arms are in our hands are close together and we're no longer open and I think this is a huge issue. Make this practical for dads. That is such a huge issue. I will, let me back up if you don't mind and say that I think people smart is the most important intelligence to develop for what you just said. A lot of people think that word and logic are the most important because they are the school smarts, but we are awakening people smart slower than ever before because our eyes are down. Mm -hmm. We're not expecting children to look up to say please and thank you. They don't know how to read body language. When you read body language, which is a people smart ability, you know who's for you and who's against you and where to sit when you walk into a room. And it's not important anymore and it will kill our children. So mm -hmm. I think it's extremely important that we establish the people smart part of the brain. And, one, and so curiosity is important. Why is curiosity important? Because it lends itself to learning, right? When I'm curious, I learn even if mom and dad aren't there. If I'm curious, I learn as I'm out and about in the culture, uh -huh. even if I'm not quote unquote in school. Curiosity is awakening the questioning part of the brain. A lot of mm -hmm. us would say that it's a, maybe a subset of being logic smart. Curiosity is caring about what's around you. Hello, if you're a believer, you yeah. ought to care about the people and the things around you. That lends itself to curiosity. It um, is the spark that ignites interest, and interest mm. ignites learning. 
curiosity is letting them ask questions and not being afraid if you don't know the answer. Okay, I was just going to say that's yep. what comes to me hearing you say that, Kathy, is that sometimes dads feel like they need to be the answer man, that they need to have all the answers. And what you're saying is, Dad, you can say to your daughter, let's explore together yes. to find an answer, or I'm going to go do some research and bring it back. You go do some research. Bring it back. Let's have another conversation. Yes, absolutely. That's a great use of technology, actually, to you know hang together over a website, to you know go to the library, to have the children's pastor on speed dial, yeah. you know, and to ask the questions. No, it's it's appropriate to demonstrate to your children that it's okay that we don't know everything yet. Mm -hmm. Hello, how arrogant it would be to suggest that we do. So teaching your children how to find answers. One of the most important gifts you could ever give a daughter would be that she wants to ask because she cares about what's around her. Mm -hmm. And here are some ways that you can determine. Mm -hmm. truth right you compare this answer to scripture you compare it right. to what I've taught you you can it's etc so um, a lot of people define curiosity as asking questions that other people think are irrelevant <laughs> so do you have daughters like that you know <laughs> in funny. the middle of something like one of my favorite examples is a, is a bunch of school-age kids who were learning a science lesson and the teacher was talking about Edison and how he had invented so many things and owned all these patents back in the day and a, and a little boy raised his hand and said well was Edison married <laughs> And the teacher's like, what does that have to do with anything? Right, you know? right. And the little boy was like, I was just wondering, like, if he's working all the time, wasn't his family lonely? Oh. Come to find out, his dad traveled, and this little boy was lonely. Oh. So he was listening to the science lesson through his personal experience, which children always will do. Yes. And that question, if you shut that down, if you diminish that boy for asking that question... Everything yes. changes. And yes. so to believe that every question, well, you know what, Michelle, I've asked kids, what's one of the most insulting things an adult has ever said to you? Do you know what one of the leading answers is? What? Dr. Kathy, when I ask a question, they say it's not important. Um. And it was important to me. One of the most important wow. things that dad does is honor the daughter's curiosity by yes. saying, wow, I've never thought of that. Yes. Or a great question and not always being the answer, man, even if you have the answer. Yeah, there you go. Even if you do yeah. know the answer, ask her, How what, what do you that think out? about that? What do that? you think? Yes. Why is that important to you? In you fact, can learn e a lot. Even if you have an adult daughter, I just had a friend of mine mm. say that her husband with their adult son, when he calls to ask dad for advice, dad never gives it. You'd think, oh, he's calling for advice. Uh. She said, I do. But this is where a dad had it down. She said, he will say, what have you thought first? Yeah. Before he gives the answer. And he said, oftentimes, he doesn't even need to add anything. He will just say, go for it. That's awesome. You know, let me just say one more thing that also came to mind is when I was in college, think about all the things we forget. Oh. You know, it was information overload. But I remember a professor of mine getting on his hands and knees in a psychology class and walking down you know, on, on his hands and knees down the center of the aisle. And he was talking about being curious with children to look at a little ladybug up close. And he said, as adults, we walk right over those cracks mm. in the sidewalk and don't even think to stop and get on all fours and look at a ladybug, but that children give us that gift. And I'd say, dad, this may be a reminder to slow down and get down on her level and look at the things she's looking at through her eyes. I was just going to say that, Michelle, to slow down. Dads tend to be, you know, oriented toward production. Yes. And I, I honor that about dads. I believe that an important thing they do is produce. They project, protect, provide, produce. But to slow down and to honor the kids. You know, one of the ways that we love children is to walk toward their interests. 
Now, if you're a, a baseball guy and you want your daughter to like baseball, that's great. Let's see if that'll happen. But after the fourth baseball game, if she still doesn't like it, yes. maybe you need to sacrifice that and realize that it's not your daughter that you're going to enjoy that with. Yeah. To walk towards your daughter. What does yes. she care about? What yeah. does she ask about? What does she oh, look at? I love Who that. does she want to be and yeah. walk toward her? Yeah. She'll feel so loved. Because really so much of what you're saying lines with my heart too, even in the book, Let's Talk, Conversation mm. Starters for Dads and Daughters. It's equipping dads because oftentimes I found with the men that I've coached over the last 12 years, they don't know what to ask or how to ask it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I wanted to put the questions there because dad, as you come curious, you help her figure herself out because we as women figure things out by talking and then it becomes a win-win because you get to know her and she gets to know herself. And she gets to know the dad. Oh, there you go. Because when the dad uh -huh. is having conversation, he'll be indicating to the daughter what he values and what he likes and yes. what he prefers. And children tell me when they feel known, they feel they can take risks. Right. Mm. When they feel known, yeah. they're, they feel more able, yes. they feel more capable. They're more able to risk something yeah. because they don't believe that the relationship yeah. is going to go sour just if that one thing doesn't work out. Exactly. Makes and sense? remember too, dads, your daughter will internalize your view of her. So when you tell her, I believe you can do that. I know that is not your, your greatest uh, subject in school. Mm. I'm going to be praying for you. I know you're going to do your best. She's sitting there struggling, but she's going to replay back what you heard. So, oh my goodness, Dr. Kathy Cook, we could keep going, but I'm going to ask you one final question. You ready for it? I hope so. On your mark, get set, go. So today on your mark has been unlocking your daughter's smarts. Okay, now we've, you've given them lots of stories, lots of information, practical action steps, but now for the go step. If you were to give dads one practical way, because they've heard a lot of ideas from your heart, just speak from your heart to a dad saying, here's how I would coach you to unlock your daughter's smarts today in a practical way. Rather than noticing that a child is doing something well and simply saying, you know, Katie, that was good. Why was it good? Was it that she was being word smart? Was it that she was asking questions and demonstrating logic? Did she color with more than two colors, therefore she was picture smart? Was she singing in tune or bebopping, and therefore she's music smart? Did you see her paying attention to the patterns in the grass or the patterns in the wallpaper at the restaurant? Call out the nature smart. When you hear her being good with people and knowing people and interpreting people correctly, call it people smart. When she has deep personal thoughts that matter, say, sweetheart, you are developing your self-smart strengths. Use the language because the more specific we are, the more believable it is. And how can people get a hold of you? CelebrateKids.com is our website. Thank you so much for asking. Of course, we're all over social media like everyone else at Celebrate Kids Incorporated. And um, yeah, we'd love to interact with them on social media, sign up for our newsletter, hang out at the website, check out the books and the, all the other resources that we provide. Awesome. So if you want more about our conversation today, it's from Eight Great Smarts, subtitled Discover and Nurture Your Child's Intelligences by Dr. Kathy Cook, K-O-C-H. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to be with you all. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you dads to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go dads. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, 
go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield.